tuning in to the Dig On Doug podcast. And we're going to get live. We're going to get you ready because you're going to be in for an earful, baby. Let's go. Yo, yo, it's Dig On Doug. Dig On Doug. Dig On Doug. It's your number one spot. Dig On Doug. Dig on tub, dig on tub, another episode drop. This is Dig on Tub, we speak on things we love, sports, books, and grub. Listen, we know what's up with movies, relationships, dynamites, main event, politics, too. In the airways, latest hits. If I like it, then I name it. If I love it, I'll explain it. It's my podcast to play with or experiment. We explore our differences. Fact is, we ain't nothing without photosynthesis. So get a load of this, lock in and focus in. Informative discussions with substance you can't afford to miss. Steer you from the shallow pits of hopelessness. Change your mind state from renting to ownership. We on some showmanship, set goals and go for it. Share what I know so you don't have to go through it. There's alternatives, hope kinds and turns and twists. Yo, it's dig on Doug, fool. You know you heard of this. All right, what's up? What's up, y'all? The Dig on Doug podcast back for another episode. About to do this thing. You know, we're getting them rolling. I got, got a couple stacked up here, so we're going to get rolling with this first one. My guy, my guy is on here, Rashad. What's crazy, yes. Rashad? Good, man. Everything's good, man. It's happy to be on your platform, bro. Anytime I can get on your platform, man, I'm it's much appreciated. I try to get on as much as possible, bro, to support. So uh, I'm I'm excited for today's show, bro. Hey, I'm, I'm I, look, I appreciate it as well, man. I, I love your brain, your heart, your spirit. And like today, I know you're going to go in. So I'm, I'm about to like. <laughs> I'm gonna set you a good screen. I know this like we talking football, but I'm also hitting with a basketball reference. I'm gonna mm-hmm. hit him with a good screen so you can just have you can just go to the lane and do what you gotta do. Right, right, so, right. So we just we just had this year 2022 draft, NFL draft. And um I always think about this stuff. I mean, I love football. Like we've, we've done a couple episodes together. We do uh, mm-hmm. uh you know, stay, stay tuned. tuned. <clears throat> you yeah. got your podcast, your your podcast, bro time and you know, you go on other platforms and always think about, I've always thought about like Mel Kuyper and Tom McShay. And I'm like, man, these dudes got a cushy job. Like they get to make predictions and nobody holds them to anything. Like they just yeah. make a prediction and be like, oh, okay. And then, and then you go like, like literally like Mel Kuyper is now gone. Now right. He is here. right. Like, he ain't even on there or anything. So like, I just wanted to be like, I need the episode where we actually look at their drafts. Look at mm-hmm. the first round. We ain't gonna look at all seven rounds. We're just gonna look at the first round wow. and just really critique these dudes and right. and and and, and pull, uh, you know pull their coattails, as they right. say. Right, 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 right. What's and, what's been your thought on that stuff before? Honestly, man, um, the thing with McShay, McShay's always wrong. No, well, not McShay. Uh, uh, McShay is too, but but Kuiper. Yeah. I'm more of a McShay guy than Kuiper because the thing with McShay. He at least admits when he is wrong. Mm-hmm. He 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 and, and he always puts things in a different type of perspective because I truly believe he does the work. I don't think Kuiper does the work mm-hmm. like McShay does. And okay. my favorite, but see, my favorite NFL draft analyst is I call him the the great prophet <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to NFL drafting. Is um is um I'm losing his name. He was the GM for the Raiders. Um, oh, uh, mm. um what is Mayock? Mike Mayock. Yeah, yeah, Mike Mayock. Mike Mayock. That's my guy. That's been my guy. He is a prophet. I swear. When it comes to <laughs> when it comes to the NFL, 
and he are I believe he's in circles that neither Kuiper or McShay is in. I yeah, truly believe that. Yeah. And and I and I truly believe that GM's scouting departments truly trust Mike Mayock because he does the work. That's why he got the the GM job with the Raiders because mm-hmm. he's he's very respected and trusted in those circles. So to me that's that's my guy. That's the guy I look for draft information because again, he's a scout, he does the work. Uh, okay. Just like the rest of these NFL scouts do and GMs, but uh, he's a former GM now, Doug. Mm-hmm. So um, I wish he could have got another shot with the Raiders with the new regime because I, I truly believe his hands was tied with John Gruden and that regime. Mm-hmm. So uh, I didn't think he got a fair shot, but he's still my my guy go to for draft uh, analytics. Okay, yeah, no, like definitely because he's been in those war rooms. So I mean, it's a different right. mentality. Mm-hmm. And, and knowing how people are mentalities of going up, moving down, right, and, and all that stuff, and players and making a run and stuff. So, right. so yeah, so it's always it's always interesting. And so, like I said, it's like like that day I called you, and I was like, bro, somebody got to hold these cats to the fire. I was like, oh, like even if it's just me, like over here right. in my corner with you, like I was like, we we got to hold them to the fire. And just it's like, bro, they over here making millions to predict stuff, and they ain't like no accountability. I know the wrong stuff. That's the thing. Like I read out of the first round, I think McShay got seven right, and mm-hmm. I think Kuiper got like six right, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We'll go through it in a minute, but yeah, yeah. So I mean, and, and again, McShay puts things in perspective a lot better than Kuiper does. Kuiper mm-hmm. hates to admit he's wrong, even though he's wrong ninety five percent of the time. And uh, again, McShay, at least he he takes accountability when he is wrong. And and I, I want like I need to look it up now because I'm like, I, what, where did where did make uh where did Mel Kuyper come from? Like where did like what was the thing of like oh we gonna get because he's been here since like the eighties, eighties, yeah, mid so, to late eighties, like, yeah, eighties, nineties, early thousands, tens. And in 20s. Right. He's been wrong for 40 some years. Like, <laughs> and he still has a job. And and I think I think he started off as a just a regular analyst. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, you know, he, he was given the green light for to be, you know, for the NFL draft to be the the main analyst for that. Yeah. But again, I just and I could be wrong by uh with saying that with his history, but I truly believe. I always go back to the iconic uh, video, and I'm sure you saw the, the iconic draft when um, the the GM of the Colts or owner of the Colts came out and said, who the hell is Mel Kiper? <laughs> like, he's never played a down of football or anything. I think when they took uh, when they took Jim Harbaugh uh, at quarterback, he, mm-hmm. he just was just drilling the Colts front office and the Colts front office just responded very ugly as they should, because it's yeah. like, dude, you never played it down to football. Who are you? First of all, you probably weren't even good in in high school, let alone college <laughs> or, and then some. So uh, my, my thing is with Mel Kuyper, he hates to admit he's wrong. And when he's called out on his BS, he gets super defensive like a lot of people do, but he still cannot, admit he's wrong mm-hmm. so 
So yeah, no, it's 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 crazy, and I just think about I'm like, man, like like you were saying with like Mike Mayock, Mike, Mike Mayock's been up there with those people in those conversations. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think Mel has been in those like nobody nobody ever says like in an NFL room or something that not in the sense in front of a camera like, oh yeah, Mel Kuyper this or that because like we're not listen, gonna listen to you and your mic right. right. So because because we know what's going on. But but let's dive into this. So we're gonna look at McShay's first. Right. Um and then and then we'll get into males and, and especially the funniness of of that, that male mock. So right. uh, so, so just listeners, uh, the way we broke this down um, to looking at the first round. So what we did was uh, we went overall, uh, like out of the 32 picks for Todd McShay and Mel, we went overall correct. So like yeah. out of the 32, like which ones were directly correct. And then we also, I gave them some leeway. We were like, okay, let's look at position correct. Like was at right. least a position, but because we had some trades and all of that stuff. So we had those. So when, we look at McShay's, um, uh, he had four to five. I forget which one, like I gave him a little bit of credit on, uh, correct out of the 32. Right. And then when you go position by position, he had, eight, number, eight. He had eight correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, that's, so that's what we have so far. Uh, what did you think about McShay's uh, draft when you saw the numbers and all that stuff? I Surprisingly, I thought it was, I was like, wow, is that low? Like, like Right, right. Well, because Mache, he again, he's he's more right than than male. You know what I'm saying? So, and and again, he asks he he adds perspective as into why certain things happen. Yeah. Male just goes off the tangent of oh well, they should have took this player or this player is this and this grade is this and you know what I'm saying? So again, I like I like. McShay because he adds perspective mm-hmm. to every single argument he has for every single player. Uh, most players, uh, most people had Trayvon Walker going to the Jags, right? Most people had that. Just like, uh, and that, that was, was late. late. That was a late push, though. Like he, right? It was. It was. It was a very late push, and everybody just had the consensus feeling that the Jags were going to take Walker mm-hmm. instead of Hutchinson. I. I truthfully, me being a Packers fan, I truthfully wish they would have taken Hutchinson <laughs> and not Walker because now we got to see Walker in the, I mean, uh, Hutchinson in Detroit two times out the year. So for me, that was just, I was like, damn, man. Cause, cause I do, I, I truly think he has, he has, he's a generational talent and I truly mm-hmm. think he's going to have the impact that Nadamakin Sue had on mm-hmm. the Lions. Years ago, wow. I, I truthfully think Hutchinson is going to have that same impact to so where you might be looking at Detroit next year or the year after, like, hey, bro, they might they might threaten a wild card spot, mm-hmm. like especially if they can get whatever they can out of golf or whoever they draft after. Um, you might be looking at the Lions like, hey, they might do some things. So again. McShay, you know, with the Walker pick, that was understandable. The Hutchinson pick, I'm sure everybody had the Lions taking him. Um, the Stingley, the Stingley Jr., that was interesting, taking a corner that high. I didn't think yeah. the Texans were going to draft a corner that high. Mel uh, had, Mel had, um, uh, he had Akeem. Okay. Uh, so let, let, me, let me introduce males and then we can go all right. together and then we, we right. can bring it back. So 
the funny thing, like, so I, I have an ESPN subscription, like, be, thank you, uh, shout out to my cell phone provider, thank you for that. <laughs> um, so I was like, definitely, like, let's look at this. But see, the funny thing is, I, I saved the uh, link for uh, the mail, the final mail mop. Right. But now when I click on it, since I've tried to put this pod, this episode together, it can't be found on the ESPN website. Wow. I and I find that very, very interesting. I I I spent maybe about a half an hour trying to do research, trying to find right. it other places. I was able to find half of it off the Reddit, uh off a of Reddit site. So um I got 16, his first 16 picks out of the first round. And so I went off to 16. Overall, he had three of 16 of the 16. Position-wise, he had seven of the 16 correct as far as the position. But that three of 16 and ESPN, ESPN had to scrub that off of the website. Like ESPN keeps everything on there for the most part. Right, right, right. So them taking it down was just a clearly an indication of them telling you, we know he's wrong, but oh well. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know, he's still our guy. We know he's wrong most of the time. Oh, well. You know, he, he adds for great TV, you know. And and to me, I, I don't know, man. Mel, Mel, he's never been my guy. Mm-hmm. Like I said, uh, my guy has always been uh, Maya. And, yeah. and like I said, when I do watch ESPN, I only watch ESPN now because of Lewis Reddick. That's yep. Yep. truly my guy. You Him know what I'm Ryan saying? Clark. Him and Ryan Clark for me. Yeah. Yeah, and I like Ryan Clark, but I'm just a Lewis Riddick homer to mm-hmm. the T because this guy, I just think highly of him, man. I yeah. just love his work, and I just love uh, what he what he brings on a day to day basis to the NFL landscape. So uh, again, Lewis is my guy. That's the only reason why I watch ESPN is for him. So, uh, but yeah, Mel is always wrong. Yeah, no, no. It's, so I, I just really. <laughs> I was like, wow, I can't find it. I took a couple of days, tried to look at the link again, even looking up right now before we hopped on here. And I was like, still says page not found. I'm like, that is very, very interesting. So like I said, he had three rights. So what he had right uh, of the 16 for uh, for Mel was he had Trayvon Walker. Uh, he had Hutchinson. And then the third one he had, right? Let me see if I can find this. Uh, what is that third one? Let's see. Oh, and then he Gardner to the Jets. So his three first, like three out of the first four, he has correct. But the rest of that, like I said, is three out of 16 is really bad. Now, if you compare that to <clears throat> overall McShay's three, a four, potentially five out of the 32, um, not that great as well, but again, the fact that your the rest of your dra- your mock draft is hidden is very, as the kids like to say now, very sus. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, super sus, super sus. <laughs> so, I mean, and, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's super sus, and that's what I'm saying. And like, and these are people that are in positions of somewhat power. Mm-hmm. You know, when we talk about. Why is this guy on TV? He knows absolutely nothing. What is his cred- credentials? How did he get this position? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you would think, if you you would think at any other job, if you're constantly wrong, year in and year out, most likely you're gonna be fired. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You, you know you're gonna you're gonna be let go, and 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 you're gonna have to find another job. 
but with ESPN and their dedication to these people who are wrong and they stick behind <laughs> and they stick they stick behind them like, like that one meme say I'm gonna stick beside them I'm gonna stick beside them <laughs> you know what I'm saying and, and you know and, and a, a ESPN is like look he's mine I love him and I'm gonna stick beside him. <laughs> that, that, that is that is so true because like and see and, and that's the way I think about this stuff and I mean for those uh, who know I, I work in the in the world of career and career advisement. I'm like, there's no other job you could like be wrong this wrong. often. It's yes. literally just theater. I mean, when you think about it, it's literally just theater. And he's not even that big of a theater person to me. Like, it is. Nobody, I've never heard anybody again. Nobody in the NFL I know, and it's not like I know people from the NFL, but what? No, there's no validation of Mel Kiper. Like, there's mm-hmm. no like Roger Goodell is like, yeah, we really appreciate Mel Kiper and what he does. Because what is he doing? Right. Like, like what is he doing? Right. So the fact that. So those of you listening, you might be like, why Why are they covering this? I'm like, because think about your job and in the mm-hmm. sense of like what you're doing. You could not be predicting to the fault level of what he does. There's literally an earthquake every time. So right. this should like give you some kind of confidence. It's like, okay, I know he wrong a lot of times, but I'm going to do better in my job. I remember when I was in school and mm-hmm. I was uh, when I was being a graphic designer at the time, and I, there was this final project we had to do where we had to do over some voice work. And I didn't feel really good about my assignment and all this stuff. I wasn't even going to turn it in, honestly. And then we had one of the classmates, he went up there and he played his video. And I was like, oh, mine is like bad to me, but it's better than that. So I was like, right. I can present. So it's, it's this level and mindset of like, just wow. But you see what, like like Rashad was saying, the level of like, okay, t- males are, because male, male can't go nowhere else. No, no, and not, not, and not do what he does. No, uh, uh-uh, uh, he can't. He's all, he's, he's too wrong. Yeah. So, and, and, and honestly, we're in that, we're in that new, fresh, young generation to where they're, they're, they're needing more talent. They're needing mm-hmm. younger faces. And Mel is, he's an old face, and he's an old wrong face. It's like, it's like. It's like your, it's like your grandmother or your great grandfather or whoever, you know, certain, certain people, when they get old, they are just set in their ways mm-hmm. and you can't tell them anything because they think they're right all the time. And they're usually wrong all the time. Exactly. So, 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 so that's, that's male and that's ESPN's relationship with male. Mm-hmm. It's it, like I said, I go back to that example that I just gave off the Maury show. That one episode where old girl, she was saying, look, I know he does, her man does this and this, but she going to stick beside him. <laughs> hey, that's hers. She going to stick beside him. So, and that's what ESPN is, have, that's what they've done to Mel for so long. They've stuck beside him, even mm-hmm. though he's been wrong damn near every time. It's, it's, it's wild. And so some people might be listening like, oh, well, when McShay was, it. but see, McShay, like, like Rashad said, McShay gives like, explanations to his stuff. And he won't just be a stick in the mud in the sense right. that he was right. But also, McShay covers a, a bunch of other sports. So, like, I, true, I can give you kudos. Mel very is true, literally true. gone, and you won't see him again until draft time next right. year. Right. So. <laughs> that is crazy, man. <laughs> he shows up for, like, three months out the year and then shakes and gets a whole year salary. Like, <laughs> yeah, like a whole year salary for a couple of months. 
and he's been doing this his entire career yeah, for about 40 years easily <laughs> shows up for three or four months shanks takes the rest of the year off <laughs> so and it's funny because like i just i just typed up to look up like oh todd mcshay like i mean mel kuyper's uh salary and so the draft the, the nfl draft expert which is funny uh annual salary of 400k just from this just, just that's from this. crazy like that is nuts he Oh my God, he damn near makes let, let, let me go watch some college football games and pay me 400K, bro. Right. <laughs> to, to, to be wrong all the time. Like, <laughs> let me pay me 400K to be wrong. And then put I out mean, all these mock draft, mock draft 1.0, 2.0, 2.0, 3.0. Dude, he's knew, you knew. If, wrong. if you knew, you would have known you don't need exactly. all these mock drafts. Exactly. Exactly. And then some of that reaction to, a lot of the picks that that certain teams draft, but uh, what a lot of players that certain teams draft, you know, he's very critical all the time on certain yeah, picks, and man. it's just like, do you? It's not, first of all, it's not a it, it's not an exact science. We all know this. No, yeah. It's a crapshoot. The draft is a crapshoot. You mm-hmm. need at least more. You need at least. Um, you you know the 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 teams with more draft capital usually have the best chance at landing multiple prospects because it's a crapshoot. You need so many bites at the apple to try to get this thing right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So the teams that do have 11, 12 draft picks, I commend them because if they draft, you know, if they use all those players, use all those draft picks, great. If they trade up and use about eight to nine, that gives them a higher percentage to hit on a lot of their prospects they draft. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, it's not an exact science, and a, and I give kudos for truly the scouts and the GMs that really do draft well, a lot like your Eagles, a lot like the Steelers, my Packers. Ravens. Uh, the Ravens. Oh, my God. Um, you got you you got the Ravens. And honestly – you know, I you know, as much as I hate to say it, you you gotta look at the Rams and what they did and what they accomplished of, of saying, you know, F those draft picks, forget them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And, and and got rid of those draft picks and end up just taking, you know, pretty much using free agency to build mm-hmm. their team and they won a Super Bowl. So that just lets you know, Doug, there's many ways to build yeah. a championship mm-hmm. team. And and no matter how you want to go about it, I always say the Rams play Madden in real life because yeah. they actually but, do. But Madden, but Madden won't let you do what the Rams do in real life. So. Exactly. <laughs> so so they're on a whole new level. But for the most part, the the well drafted teams, the well oil machine teams, uh, franchises like like uh, again like the Niners, like your Eagles, like my Packers, like the Steelers, Patriots, so forth. You know, there's a handful of teams out there that draft and develop very well. Yeah, well, one of my favorite lines, and, and I really like, I mean, I would love to meet Mike Tomlin in real life. I would. Like, just have a conversation. But one right. of my favorite, like, videos of him is him talking to Chase Young and telling him, like, he's like, oh, man, he's like, he's like, I never want a guy like you. He's like, you got to lose a lot of games to games get a guy get, like Right, you. exactly. <laughs> you got to lose a lot of games to get a guy like you. Mm-hmm. And so that that's a man who's always been at 500, so they're not going right. to be up in them top fives to, to draft and all that stuff. But like you said, it's, 
it's so layered as this draft. And so it's a, it's a nice thing. Right. I mean, it's the culmination of these, these young men who have put in this work and, and all this stuff to get to this level. Um, it's this, the family stories behind mm-hmm. all of this stuff is the franchises trying to really change. Like you said, the lions can, I was telling people last year, I was like, watch out for the lions. Like something about Dan Campbell is different. And yeah, I agree. And that team has bought in and they were taking people to the wire. It took, the Ravens, a, 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 uh, 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 bro, uh, a Madden field goal, a Madden, Madden field goal, but also like the longest field goal in history now. Yes, like a, a 60 yarder or something like that. <clears throat> it took, it took the Ravens to kick that to beat the Lions. That just lets Lions. you know the arrow, the, the arrow that's pointing up for that Lions franchise. They, they took it to the Cardinals, like, right. Like, they took it to the Cardinals, like, who were they? Yeah. And so, so they, so they had a lot of draft capital. Um, they did some moving and shaking. Uh, like you said, uh, the Eagles did some moving and shaking as well because we started off with ten picks, only ended up using five of them, which I'm right, bro. That bro, we we gonna get to it in a minute, but that Nicole Dean pick, bro. Like I'm. <laughs> oh, no, you <laughs> You excited for that? So I'm like, bro. You know, I've been yelling linebacker since we've known each other. So. Man. <laughs> So, so a lot of people doing a lot of things. The biggest thing I'm very intrigued in, because I we had three first-round picks at first, and I was right. like, we can't use those three first-round picks because you can't pay everybody. So the, the Jets did that. The Jets took three players in the first round. So just give me your overall of, like, the, the first round and, like, what you take away, thoughts, anything. Um, so I, well, my, my, my thoughts are about that is honestly, well, you, you just talking about the entire draft, just my thoughts on the entire yeah. draft. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think it was, it, it was an amazing draft to be honest. Yeah. I, I truthfully think that, um, see, let, let me jump in, ter- let, me, let me jump in real quick. Cause I think it was uh-huh. an amazing draft because it wasn't centered around the quarterbacks this year for the first time. So, so you, you you're saying you're saying that you 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 said the draft is what now? I'm sorry. Well, I'm saying I, I think I think part of the reason why this year was ex this year draft was extra special was because it wasn't focused around the quarterbacks like it usually is. Very true, but also too, I'm gonna tell you, I'm I'm gonna take it a step further. We finally had a crowd. Mm. We finally we finally went back to what the draft is all about. You got to think since the pandemic, we didn't have that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And now it being in Vegas was just more, it, it just added fuel to the fire. Mm-hmm. It just added, you know, just more, just more glam, just more glitz to what is already an amazing spectacle that the draft is. So to me, it being in Vegas was the icing on the cake. Cause I mean, it's Sin City. Let's be real. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Vegas is Vegas. Any, everything goes in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? So, having a draft in Vegas at the Raiders stadium, which is unbelievable for folks who haven't been to that Raiders stadium. You need to go. It is like a black diamond. It is beautiful as, as all get out. So to me, to, to me, my thoughts on the draft was yes, we didn't have the star studded quarterbacks, but at the same time, it just, it, it was just a, an amazing spectacle and to see a lot of these defensive players get drafted so early the way they did, I, I just think it's just great for the game of football. And, and it's moving towards what we truly believe, and I'm sure a lot of people believe, defense wins championships. So mm-hmm. 
I mean, so to have these star-studded defensive players, I, you know, out of Georgia for the most part, because <laughs> they had they had the most players drafted out of any school in NFL history mm. uh, in one draft. So you 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 know, you just got to give them so much credit. You just got to give the NFL and Roger Goodell a ton of credit for making this uh, draft one of the best drafts in in recent years. Not true, but see, I, when I talk about the quarterbacks, I appreciate it not being quarterback focused. Right. We get so caught up in that. It's like, oh, where's the like? We heard from the jump this was not like a good draft class year for quarterbacks anyway, and so that's always the the hype jump of like, oh, like where's the quarterbacks? But the the slew of because I think what only two quarterbacks were taken in the first or one in the first round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just uh, Kenny Pickett to uh to uh Pittsburgh. So for the rest of that to be mainly defense, honestly, for the most part, you see that switch and that morphing um, of that. Like it's really in an offensive lineman, of course. Like you always want to build your offensive line and your defensive line. Um, I love I, like when when I saw those Eagles move up in front of the Ravens and get Jordan Davis. I was <laughs> like, oh my god, because we everybody knew the Ravens wanted Jordan Davis. Like they was just sitting there. And then you just you get those jumps in, in front of. <laughs> I wish I could have got the reaction of the Ravens' uh, war room uh, when that happened. And then you guys trade up uh, with somebody in that division. Did you guys trade up for that pick? Yeah, we traded up for that pick, but not not in not, not in our division. We traded up with the I think the Minnesota. Texans. I think the Texans were uh, who was in that position before. Okay. Okay. Okay, I thought you guys traded with Minnesota for some reason. Um, oh no, no, that like I mean they're so originally in that. In I'm looking, I'm looking at the breakdown. Uh, oh yeah, it was Minnesota. It was Minnesota. Yeah. Okay. Up to twelve. Okay, so you guys did trade with Minnesota to get Jordan Davis because yeah. everybody and their mama wanted Jordan Davis. So <laughs> um, I, I hope he has a Kaleo Calais Campbell impact. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's who I compare him to, Calais Campbell. I really hope he has that kind of impact. Uh, He's pretty much the same size, you know? I don't know if he's as fast as... uh, I don't know if uh, Calais Campbell is as fast as Jordan Davis. I I Um, doubt it, because we would have heard about that. Exactly. So I doubt that this dude is on another level. But I think he's going to have a Calais Campbell impact. But I mean, the beauty beauty is he he, he gets to... you know, it's different when, like, you're those early round picks, like, uh, like right. uh, Mike Tomlin talked about, and you usually go to a place, and then you're, you're, you're almost like you got to be the catalyst now, right? But, like, he gets to come in. He's next to Fletcher Cox. He's next to Brandon Graham. He's Man. next to Hardgrave. Like, you, you get the wealth of talent on, on that D line. Then you look, then you look across from that, an offensive line: Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson. Like you just you continue to get the learn and grow and like John because Kelsey was on Bleacher Report uh, live for the draft, <clears throat> he was super excited about Jordan Davis, and he was like one, like I can't wait to like you know like get in there and and, and help him learn. But he was like two, he's like I gotta go to war with this guy in practice. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> and that's gonna make Kelsey better. That's gonna make Jordan Davis better. And we said. He's saying that's gonna make Kelsey better. Like Kelsey's a bomb. No, Kelsey, honestly, if honestly, when it's all said and done, when Kelsey retires, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he might mm-hmm. not be first ballot, but he's in the Hall. 
For yeah. sure, he's in the Hall. He's been one of the best centers, if not the best center, his entire career in in the NFL. So mm-hmm. in the in his in his in his era. So yeah. you have to give that to him. And uh, again, Lane Johnson, one of the best left tackles in the game, and and you got Jordan Davis to go to war with these guys every day. It's only gonna make them better. And and that's not even. Honestly, let's get to the linebacker picks you've been clamming for the last year or two. You've been clamming for an LB forever. You finally got an LB who was supposed to be the first linebacker taken in the draft. That was Walker. He he was taken by the Packers, my Packers. But you got you got you got Dean at in the third round, which probably is one of the biggest steals. In recent draft history, hopefully it will be. I truly think it will be. Yeah. Because I think he's going to be an all-pro when it's all said and done. Man, I, when that, like, I was watching that third round. I was down, I was down there in SoCal, and I was, like, just at the hotel watching it. I was, like, I was, like, I was, like, I was, like, I, like, I was acting like I was in the, in the room or, like, right. I'm, like, jump up. I'm, like, he's still there. <laughs> I was, like, I saw, I saw Kansas City. I'm, like, no, don't look, like, Kansas City need a linebacker. Kansas City, move past him. I'm, like. Come, I'm like, come on. And so when I saw the co- I I hollered because I was like, we ain't had a linebacker. Me and Dennis talked about this. Dennis was like, oh, well, what about like Jordan Hicks? Jordan Hicks was a good linebacker, but he was injured. So what right. I don't really, I don't really say we had we ain't had a linebacker since Jeremiah Trotter. <laughs> like, yeah, so, yeah, like yeah. a real solid fixture linebacker. So I'm just like, and to get him in the third round, and then I'm not gonna look, overlook our second round pick, which is um God, what Jurgen Jurgen Jurgens, yeah, from, uh, from ne- Nebraska, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 Jason Kelsey like saw his game and was like, yeah, that's a guy to look at. So it's like when you got the the the, the incumbent coming in and like the the the, the one who's in the house right now is like, yeah, that's the guy. But that 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 Jordan that that Nicobe Dean, I'm just like he gonna yeah, work seventeen. He owned like. Like all the stuff I've been seeing, I've been watching highlights, and then I've also been watching people with with the other side because you want to get the other side to down plays mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But that man is so smart. When I watched that national championship game, I literally was like, "We need him." I was like, right, I was like right. I don't know what we need to do, but we need, <laughs> we need that guy. We yeah. need that guy in Philly, and so it's I'm I'm ready for it. I I am so ready for this linebacker. And we got linebackers now. We have a good mm-hmm. linebacker core. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, like out of nowhere, because then we went and got in free agency, uh, Kazir White from the Chargers. Yeah. Um, so having him outside, and then we got Hassan Riddick. Yeah. Y'all cooking with y'all cooking with gas, man, on that so, side of the ball. And and that D line, man. And I, I just look at I look at um what Roseman is doing, your GM, mm-hmm. what he's doing to build this team. And honestly, let's be real. It's going to probably be a make or break year for Hurts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and because you you also, you know, failed to mention, you got traded for A.J. Oh, Brown. Oh, yeah, A.J. Brown. Yeah, I was going to get to that. I was, was going <laughs> to get to that. You know, and you guys got A.J. in the fold now. You pair him up with Devin, with Smith, the other wide receiver. Mm-hmm. You got, you, you know, your offensive line is pretty, pretty good. You got a stable of running backs. I just think this year is now a never for Jalen Hurts going forward. 
And I'm pulling for the kid because I, I definitely want to see him uh, just be successful. Yeah, like his, his dedication, his heart, man, I really, the way he's a leader, like I I really appreciate him and his toughness is like, it's like, you know, rents do. He's like, like rents do. Let's get it done. Let's make it happen. And A.J. Right. A. Brown, when they came here, if he didn't believe in Hurts. So right. like, outside of that being his boy, he know, like, he can he can get it done. And so it just takes the training, the timing. I mean, they said he was out here training with, with uh, Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much of that is true. But it's like, you got to get that knowledge. I, like, people, people underestimate that stuff. Because I know even in my profession, what I typically do in our summer, when you know, I work in education when we're off, I go to different schools and talk to different people working career centers because that's what I'm going right. to do to get better. So that's right. what he's doing. That's how he's developing. So let's just go and get it. Because I'm like, I, I, I really want, like you're saying, him to step up and show that it's there. Because then I'm like, bro, then we got two first-round picks that, like, in a quarterback-heavy draft that we ain't got to use for uh, a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, you guys, you guys got – future picks next year too yeah uh you guys got you guys got a couple picks next year uh, a couple high picks next year in the first two rounds as well next year so just in case if Jalen's not the guy you can be in that conversation to move up to go get a guy like cj Stroud out of ohio state or uh or the kid out of alabama so yeah bryce young um at quarterback so you and it's going to be a pretty deep quarterback class you got levy out of kentucky i've been hearing a lot of uh, buzz around him going in the top five next year so it's a lot of guys that you're going to be in a mix with if Jalen can if Jalen is not the guy um yeah. again i'm still i'm pulling for him like all out like all get out and i just want him to succeed in philly as as De- as Dennis would say, his son. So <laughs> right, right. Dennis would, yeah. Dennis call him his son, right? Oh, so I, I, so I hope his son uh, does the damn thing next year. So uh, so what? So what about the Packers? How how was y'all draft? Honestly, I like I, I loved it from a standpoint of just real, just to touch on it, kind of sum it up real quick. We took a receipt. Everybody was making a you know the a claim and. And everybody was all upset about the receiver. Oh, they haven't taken a receiver in the first round. That's so overblown. It's been so many busts at wide receiver in the first round going back to, hell, I could go back to um, White out of uh, the wide receiver out of West Virginia who mm-hmm. came to the Chicago Bears. He went top 10. He was trash. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he couldn't stay all healthy. The, all the Detroit wide receivers. In no, the my God. Let, uh, I mean, the list go on and on. Guys uh, that just didn't get it done. You know, you remember, you remember the guy that broke Ross that broke uh, yeah, 40, yeah, John, yeah, John 40, Ross, John yeah, Ross first round pick bus. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm gonna go as recent as Hollywood Brown first round pick bus. I'm sorry, they do that draft over again. Hollywood Brown is the third round pick at best. He should mm-hmm. never have been in the first round. So it, the list go on and on. My thing is with that, we took a kid in Watson, Christian Watson, in the second round, a wide receiver that we were very fond of. I was very fond of in in the beginning of the 
draft process, he was my favorite receiver in the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, and and my second favorite was London because I'm an SC guy. I love, yeah. So I love Drake London. But um, again, I was high on Watson. We took him. I like what we did defensively, taking the both taking both the kids out of Georgia and Walker the linebacker and Wyatt the defensive tackle. That's telling me continue to build this defense around Aaron Rodgers because the less the ball is in his hands, the better. <laughs> uh, at this point, you know my feelings about Aaron. He's an all-time great talent. When it's time to show up, he cannot show up in the playoffs. I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and that's just real. Everybody gives him excuses like they give LeBron excuses in the in the NBA. LeBron is an all-time great talent. He's an all-time great player. But LeBron went to nine finals. He only won four. I'm sorry. Something's wrong there. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like you it, it, again, I, I LeBron is, you know, LeBron is all world. But every time he fails to fall short of an NBA championship, it's everybody else's blame but him. And that's how it is with Aaron Rodgers. Everybody else is blamed but Rodgers. Rodgers has come up short, come playoff time, numerous times throughout his career. And the way Green Bay is thinking at front office, we continue to build this defense. This defense should be top three next year. I'm not, that's just no fan aside. They should be top three next year. So I truthfully think with the secondary they got coming back, Front seven, they got coming back. They got an all-pro on every level. You know what I'm saying? So, in my opinion, you build, you add to that. You add, you add Wyatt with Kenny Clark. You add Walker with Campbell at linebacker. You continue to build this defense. And come playoff time, you say, okay, Rodgers, we limit you in the amount you can do. You hand the ball off to a stable running backs like you have. You have a good offensive line. And you make the necessary plays here and there to win us the game. But we're going to take it fully off your shoulders mm-hmm. because we still truly believe you are an all-time great quarterback, but you've come up short in the playoffs. So we're going to truly take the ball out your hands. So it's not, it's not on you anymore. It's mm-hmm. on, let, let's put it on defense and everybody else. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm going to a podcast and they were talking about that as well, really changing the philosophy, taking it out of his hand. And they were talking about <clears throat> the the fact that, like, the Packers don't have a that guy kind of player. And they were right. talking about in the sense of, like, a, a Debo or, like, a Chase who, like, can make a play. Because um, they were talking about how the Packers want to be, or the old philosophy was, oh, we're just going to out-execute you. Like, we're just going to out-execute you. But when a play needs to get made, you don't have that that dog, as Dion would say, right. um, to, to go make that play to make it really happen. Right. And, and you're right. But here's the crazy part. He's had that dog the last how many years? Well, yeah. Right. And he's done what? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so so, so as, as great as that sounds, you know what I'm saying? He's had Devontae Adams, the best mm-hmm. receiver in all of football. So as great as that sounds, he's had a dog. And yeah. he's done nothing with it. So the Packers' mindset is we're going to trade that dog somewhere else 
and we're going to force you to spread the ball around and get everybody involved. Not everybody's a weapon because you don't know where the ball is going. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so, and not only that, you lean on your run game. So, again, take the ball out of Rodgers' hands as much as possible, lean on the run game, and lean on your defense because your defense is going to be elite this year. It's going to be very legit. Yeah. So, something that he hasn't had in, in a long time. Well, I mean, since the Super Bowl. So, I mean, that's that's when you had a top-level uh, defense for sure. So, and then so as as we as we wrap up looking at the, the draft per se, who what's what's a what what's one of the team that like really their complete draft caught your eye? You're like, I'm I'm intrigued in the, how all of that will come together. It's Baltimore. I, I, I go back to Baltimore again. They trade Hollywood Brown. You trade Hollywood Brown and. You you get you get picks for him. Not only that, you get him out the fold, and and they end up drafting the center out of Iowa. I want to say Linderbaum. Yeah, yeah, Linderbaum. Yeah, Linderbaum. To me, he's an All Pro for the rest of his career. That's to me. That's going to be one of the best centers in in all of football for a long time. And you you draft him, then you turn around and you and and you like I said, you trade. You trade Hollywood Brown, and then they get a D tackle. They end up getting the D tackle, right? Well, hold on, well, hold on. They got Kyle Hamilton. Like that's their first pick. Right, exactly. <laughs> right, right, right. Kyle Hamilton. They get Kyle Hamilton, the safety out of Notre Dame. To match they with Marcus him, Williams. Marcus Williams to pair him to pair these guys up. You pair these guys up with the secondary they have with Humphreys and. Um, What's ah? Uh, what I'm I'm losing it. I'm losing. Is it Peters? Is it, is it Mark Peters? Is? Peters. Yeah, there we go. There we go. I got a brain fart today. My bad. But yeah, Peters. You pair him up with with Peters and Humphreys at, and then you put him at safety. Man, that front seven is, and that back end is gonna be a problem. And we always say this about the uh, about the Ravens. They're always gonna have a defense. That's their franchise staple. Is yeah, defense. Mm-hmm. But Lamar, I'm I'm interested to see what kind of step he's going to take because yeah. again, they're going to more of a traditional power run game, two tight end sets, and we just going to run it down your throat, play action, throw to our tight end. Hopefully, Bateman can take that next step next mm-hmm. year um, because he he showed some promise as a rookie. He was banged up. I understand that, but. I think they I think they're gonna be just fine. The Ravens are one of the, those franchises that I mentioned Doug, earlier in the show. Yeah. That they consistently draft and develop very well. See, and, and so you so you say that one. I'm I'm really intrigued. Another team that had two first round picks, the Chiefs made some smart moves. The Chiefs really like, I mean, they got they got rid of Tyree. Sure. But they made they made some really smart moves, and to go get a top level corner, to go get like a top level DN, and we'll see how they develop. And I'm like, oh, okay, because that AFC South, that AFC West. Oh, it's a beast. That's the best. That's the best division in in, in the NFL. You know this. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not even a question. Like I'm just like those. Okay, and you and you and I, I, and of course we don't know Patrick Mahomes, but I can feel like Patrick Mahomes is like, oh, y'all think it was just ten, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, and hey, and that's what I'm waiting to see. Was it just ten? Because we haven't seen him take 
other players talents to the next level yet so I'm but when you got 10 there but when you got 10 there I and mean... i get and i get that and i get that see we've seen rogers do more with less we've seen yeah. that on offense but we've never seen mahomes do it so it's gonna be an interesting year for kc to see what they do without tyreek hill and, but, and, but but we saw but we saw ten we saw Tyreek without Patrick Mahomes and he was not the Tyreek we know. No, but he got and you're right. He got a but he got that bag. So hey. Oh yeah, no, know, no, but no, but I'm talking about had, when he had when he had Alex Smith because with Alex Smith, oh he was no, not nobody no. knew him. So, no, no. So so yeah, so it's it's, it's going to be very interesting. That's going to be interesting, and I'm and I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I don't I don't know, but it's like. We'll see what the Jets do. Like, I mean, three first round picks. Like, they did and, well. You can't pay all of them out because all their contracts come up at the same time. Right. So, <laughs> they did well, though. They, they, they I did mean, well. They did very well. So we'll see what they do with it. Um, you know, the Jets, they got to show me, especially. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. No, it's like a DC movie. They got to show yeah, me. Like, they got to show me. Like, you have to pay me first to trust you. <laughs> right, they've had good drafts, but uh, probably none is 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 greater as this one this past uh, this past a uh, couple months ago. But All right, and, in and, this and, past draft, and what was your what's the one team the head scratcher? Like you're just like, what the hell was y'all doing? Minnesota. I know that sounds crazy, but like, and I'm not just being uh, a Minnesota hater hater because I'm a Packers fan. The Minnesota, they traded with the Lions and the Packers within a division, and the Packers end up drafting Watson at wide receiver. Detroit end up drafting Jamison Williams. If they, if those two receivers end up being what, what those franchises think they're going to be, and that's pretty damn elite, you're going to be scratching your head at Minnesota a few years from now saying, bro, what the, bro, <laughs> what the hell, man? Like, why did you trade within the division and draft these studs and have these other teams, your rivals, draft these stud wide receivers that you can't stop now? So, to me, that was kind of the head scratcher throughout the draft was Minnesota. Yes, they accumulated a ton of picks, but I didn't really see any great value that they drafted um, within, you know, the last – what first or second round early first second round or early first second or third round yeah so it's it's man it is it is interesting there's so much going on um i mean it, it, i was listening to the dad levitar show love that i mean if dan you if you yeah, ever that's if you ever listen to this somehow, I would love to uh, be on your podcast. Or you oh, yeah. Mine. No so, doubt. But, um, or He's somebody, awesome. Somebody listening to this, know him, get to get this message to him. Yeah. But, but they were just talking about how, like, all the other professional leagues have to be so upset with the NFL. Because it's like the NFL makes a draft special. It makes releasing their schedule amazing. And it's like, it's just what the NFL does, like, everything it does is, the NFL's out here teasing their schedule of like, oh, right. like this is what this is a couple games from week one, and this is what's gonna happen on Christmas Eve, and but it's like a spectacle, and like the NBA is like none of those other teams can get, and baseball definitely can't get anywhere in the sense of like offseason excitement compared to this. So it's just like you said, it's something special. I don't know. 
And, and you're right. They're, the NFL is a jargonage. The NFL is a jargonage. And they, I think they, they, they accumulated, I think how much money they accumulated last year. I was just watching, I think I was watching her and one of the network execs was talking about how the NFL, I think it was like 5.2 billion or something crazy like that. Some crazy number like that to where they, they were the most watched sports out of any other sport. They were the most watched um, program out of mm -hmm. any other programming. Oh, wow. It was the NFL, the most viewed. So to me, you look at that and you just think, man, it's 365 days with the NFL. Each, it, like, it, it really is. And nobody else is coming close to that. From the draft to the schedule release, it's like an event every, every other, every few months. And it's, it's an event. The crazy offseason. I mean, the NFL is a bully. It's a giant bully. It's like the Incredible Hulk and everybody is She-Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. It's just, it's it's crazy, so man. I was listening. She-Hulk is an amazing character. So like, oh, she is just, too. She, she, she I, know. She I, I, just, know. I don't need nobody coming for me. Like, they'd be like, oh, right, yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> we, we ain't trying to be sexist at all. Like, like she, uh, she hawk, she holds her own too. You know what I'm saying? That's just basically saying the rest of the sports in, in this land. a different level. Yeah, they hold their own too. But the Incredible Hulk just—he on a different level. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying? It's, it's 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 a different level. So it's it's again, it's it's amazing. People listening to this, you football fans, you you excited about your team? Hopefully, your team did some good things. Of, well, everybody's hopeful at this time. Like everybody's hopeful. Like, oh, something could happen. But other people, you know, the realism of your team. So we'll we'll just keep that at that. So right. Um. Again, but looking back at this, how we originally started, Mel, Mel, and Todd McShay. You know, not knowing anything about this draft. So don't be. Hopefully, you're not in your phone. You like your friend conversation. Like, well, you know, Mel said that we're gonna like. Don't listen to that. Just mm -mm. you'll you'll be better off coming up with your own opinion. Just do a little right. bit of research and then just say, oh, I feel like. You know, this, this, and this is going to happen. So Because that's what Mel and McShay do anyway. <laughs> are, are listening to the people that's really tied to your teams. There's people that's really tied to your teams who know what's going on. I remember reading an article a couple of days before the draft that was like, there's no way that the Eagles will let Jurgens get past them in the second round if he's there. And you know what? They didn't let it happen. Um, so it just it just goes to show that the, the, listen to the people that's closer to the fire. You know, it's there's a song by the emotions uh from back in the day says, Don't ask my neighbor, come to me. So right, right, right. <laughs> like really <laughs> understand all of that of what that is. And but again, it's hopeful like Detroit. Uh, Detroit is a team I'm really hoping to see. Like we know the quarterback they got right now ain't the quarterback, so they get theirs next year. Um, but they are gonna be some problems, especially if uh Jameson Williams can 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 come into something and 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 really develop and they get their quarterback next year. They probably might try to do the Bryce Young thing if they can and just reconnect him uh with with, with uh Williamson. So who knows? But it's all there for Detroit. Detroit has been scrappy. We got Detroit week one. Um I ain't gonna say like we just gonna run over them, but it's like I also it's week one. It's week one. Happened. 
I'm, I'm hopeful Jalen Hurts and, and A.J. Brown come out and just do their thing along with everybody. Uh, Jordan Davis just destroys the line, and Tim and Fletcher Cox got, like, a dope celebration together. Uh, like, I don't know. And then Nicobe, Nicobe didn't go for five sacks in the first game. I don't know. I just <laughs> – I'm going over the top, but I'm just super excited. So, yeah. Um, but that's what time of the year it is. That's that's yeah. really what time of the year it is. Like, I'm I'm very excited. One of the things I'm excited about the NFL is like all of these friendships that are developing in key positions. Like, you got Derek Carr and you got Devontae Adams, you got AJ Brown and you got Hurts. You you got there. There's quite a few, and not just at the quarterback position. You got the Steelers who just keep drafting siblings of people, but now they have a sibling tag team on their team in Hayward. Man. <laughs> um, so Man. They have four sets of brothers on their team. That's amazing. And they're active. Like, they're all active players. And they're so. all legit. Like, I mean, we're going to see about what the what the rookie does, Hayward's yeah. brother, his little brother. I think he's going to be good, too. That quarterback situation is going to be interesting, though. Like, I got Pickett. I love Pickett. I'm a fan of Pickett, so... So I hope Pickett does his thing. And then, then I saw, I saw, I saw a, a report today that uh, Carolina is not uh, is not shy of uh, trading for or getting either Jimmy Garoppolo or Baker Mayfield. I'm like, I hope they get Baker. I'm I'm like, what 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 is this? What is going on? So, um, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting year. I mean, and. August 4th is the first preseason game, Raiders and I think it's uh, Ravens. Raiders and Ravens. Ravens, yeah, Ravens. I'm going to – I already booked tickets for Vikings, Packers in Minnesota and then by, and then Packers, Chicago. Yeah, I, go, I saw that post and got super jealous, and I was like, I started Man. to go look at – I started to go look at stuff. I, I have I have a hotel on reserve for the Eagles and Cardinals game. So, like, in Arizona. So in Minnesota, that, in Arizona, in Arizona, yeah, in Arizona. Oh, bro, so that, you that, gotta that's, go to that. Yeah, you that's gotta right. go to that. Yeah, so we 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 working on stuff, and I'm trying to get to a Philly game as well. My uncle now, my uncle, well, you met my uncle. My uncle's, my yeah, uncle's he going to, he's going to the Pittsburgh Raiders game Christmas Eve. In in uh in Vegas? No, in, in Pittsburgh. No, in oh, Pittsburgh. in Pittsburgh. Oh, okay, okay. So okay. he got a, he got okay. to face those elements. He always told me when I talk about going to get, he's like, nah, I ain't going. He's like, Doug, I ain't never going in that snow. It's crazy. I was like, I was like, but now you're going. I was like, okay. Gonna... And it's his birthday, so that is also right. his birthday. But I'm like, that's because that 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 temperature, <laughs> that weather's gonna be different. It is, it, and it's funny because me and Josh, so me and Josh is going. We're going to the Packers. Uh, Chicago game in Green Bay. Oh, so, you got him. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So this, this is the deciding factor was, I told him, I said, if the schedule comes out and we play Chicago early, we'll go to Chicago at Chicago. So I wanted to see show. We we want to see Soldier Field. But he had never been in Green Bay, and the schedule came out, and we played the Bears on a week thirteenth in November, like late November. I was like, oh hell no. I was like, dude, let's not do that. I don't want to be freezing my ass off. I've been to Green Bay. When I went to Green Bay, I was in Boise. I mean, right. I was freezing my first my first time ever in Green Bay. Freezing. It was thirty. It was thirty three degrees, but it felt like it was like ten. Like it was so cold. So Mm -hmm. I told him, like, man, let's let's go somewhere where we can have you know we can enjoy it. It's sunny. (laughs) We can have fun. 
and it'll be cool. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So we end up going to Green Bay week two, uh, Chicago at Green Bay, Sunday night football. So in our seats, Doug, amazing. <laughs> amazing. We're 30-yard line, Packers sideline, 30-yard line, bottom level, row three. We gonna have a ball, bro. Oh, I, how is he? I don't know how Josh gonna act with that. <laughs> First time in Green Bay, we gonna have a ball. It's gonna be fun, man. I, I need y'all to chronicle that. We need to send somebody like that's just y'all video crew. Like, oh man, oh like, man. We're, we're, we need to make Adam that. Adam got all the money. Adam, like, right, right. He's, he's, he's a this. financial guy. Yeah, you need Adam. financial. I like, plan all that stuff out so you could be the film crew and just record all of that. We just need to see Josh reactions in this foreign land. <laughs> And all of that stuff. So like, he's gonna I, be in football heaven, man. <laughs> I, I I just need all the reactions for everything. So, all right, man, Rashad, I, I appreciate you, man, so much for for coming on. Oh on yeah, oh today. yeah, it's always a um, great time. And everything. Um, first, before we get into what you're digging on, uh, let the people know where they can find you, where they can get connected with you, and all that stuff. So, uh, I, I got a podcast with me and my uh, co-host Abby. It's bro time. We've been kind of busy the last few months, so it's been kind of hard to get an episode out. But we are working on getting something done. Uh, so you can just find our find my work on there. It's bro time. Um, check me out there. And and any questions you need sports wise, man, I'm here. I'll add him. He, y'all don't y'all like remember his name now because in in not the too far distant future, it's gonna be a lot of places. So Man. you know right now. So I appreciate that. Get, get on get on the stock while it's good right now. If you an investor and you trying to do something like it, get bleach report. If you like somebody representative listening to this, holla at him. Like I'm just saying, like mm-hmm. right, he right here. He right here. So <laughs> um, <laughs> So, so what what are you currently digging on in your life, man? What you digging on besides all them sweets and stuff? So. Oh man, you know I'm a foodie, man. This just gym, man, working out, working, um, just um, like I said, just uh, staying focused on certain things I'm trying to do financially, and man, it's just been it's been it's been a it's been a blessing. I, I take each day as a blessing because man, this world is crazy. You know this, and um, man, I, I, I it's funny. We talking about what we digging on right now. Uh, I reached out to Dre in Buffalo because I had saw, I'm sure you saw mm-hmm. uh, the mass shooting. You know, uh, my prayers go out to those families. But I had to reach out to Dre like, hey, man, you all right? Your family OK? Because I know he's located in Buffalo, yeah. New York. And um, he's doing well. So everything's good. So um, but again, man, I'm just taking each day as a blessing right now man just trying to enjoy life as much as possible uh went to a dodger game uh that was fun and and like you said you know i'm a foodie so i love to travel eat try new spots and uh just enjoy life man i just i I enjoy my friendships you josh day you know my guys uh adam the rest of my guys so um but especially that core three i you know I, I just I appreciate you guys so much, man. I appreciate you having me on your platform, and uh, it's just been a blessing, man. Since we first all first met, it's just been a blessing. I'm looking forward to the next couple of weeks because I'll be in your city on <laughs> on, on on June 10th. And wow, you already yeah, know. Oh, that's, yeah, that's about to be here quick. Yeah, wow. that's about to be here real quick. So I'll be in the Yay area, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know. So. 
I'll be out there to uh, politic with you guys and have fun, man. Sounds good, man. And so just this what crossed my mind. Shout out to Rashad, uh, not Rashad, but uh, shout out to uh, God, brain work, um, <laughs> Mr. Samuels. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Shout, shout out, shout out to Mr. Samuels. Uh, mm -hmm. Miss you, man. Hope you're doing well. Uh, Donovan, shout out to you, man. Like my brain was, it was, it was going through some stuff, Donovan. So mm -hmm. shout out to you, man. Love you. Want to have you on the podcast soon. Um, so let's let's work something out. I'm trying to get back on the podcast game. Like I said, I got a couple episodes lined up here. Uh, definitely excited. What I've been digging on right now is just truly my mental health. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going with the, I'm trying to meditate daily with the Calm app, so I'm be, I've been right. doing that. How just, is that app? It's 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 really good. Like like the thing okay. is disciplining yourself to do it. So that's okay. That's that's the key element. But it, it is super helpful. And then um, I just secured and everything. My uh, got me a therapist. I'll start that on the 28th. Um, and uh, get that journey awesome. going to really explore a lot of stuff of what I'm going through. So, um. I, at church today, the pastor was just talking about how the sense of when we go through things, you you got to dig through that stuff to to build a solid foundation. Like if any of you have ever done landscaping or heard of it, like some dirt and things that you don't even know you could have inherited the house um, has rocks in it, has has garbage, has cans, and you can't do any, you can't grow anything in that kind of soil. You can't grow anything that's fruitful right. that will really help you. So. Um, really just working on that and really developing myself and um and just learning to grow uh throughout whatever it is that's that's going on in my life and then trying to help others. That's always my other key element is going through my stuff to eventually help others um through through the through the pain and stuff that they're going forward. Be on the lookout like for folks that I just got I just got certified to be a grief recovery specialist. So, so that's a new thing. So that's what's up, bro. Be on the lookout for that. If if uh, if you if you need some help, I'll be doing that kind of stuff. And because we all got grief, but we are drastically not trained how to deal with grief in life. Right. So right, I'll do an episode here soon about grief and and go deeper into that. But it's it's something that we all need to to look at more. And shout out to Jay Will. Um, who couldn't make it to the episode today? Wish you could have been on, man. But we, gonna, I'm gonna get you on for another one. Don't worry about it, Jay. I love you guys. Um, Josh, uh, like I said, Donovan, Dennis, Sharon, everybody, Adam, um, Adam. I got somebody who said they listen to the podcast. They're gonna reach out to you. So, and just beautiful things, just beautiful things coming and growing. So, until next time, y'all. Take care. Drink some water care of your mental health tell whoever in your life that you love them because people need to hear that and so until the next time y'all keep on digging peace out peace